Woman, what's on your mind? If you recall when you were a child, maybe a parent, I don't know, your guardian would say, what's on your mind? And if we're honest, we've asked our children and people have asked us even as adults, what's on your mind? It's an important question. Normally the answer is, oh, nothing. But the reality is we're always thinking about something. Somehow our mind does wander to the things that are important to us or at least have caught our attention. And so today we're talking about what's on our mind because what's on our mind is affecting our lives. And so we can't afford to let our mind wander. We must be intentional about the things that we're thinking about. And so in this podcast, we're talking about it. Lady, woman. Christian, what's on your mind? Stay tuned. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself, pray. Stop grumbling, pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to the Woman Pray Podcast, where we come together each week so that we can hear from our Father about the things that we need to know so that we can pray effectively and see life change. I do believe that what we're offering is helpful to you. I hear from you from time to time, and I want to encourage you to keep reaching out to me. If you have my cell, I want you to use the number. If you want to send me a direct message, I want you to send me a DM. If you will uh, comment on these on these podcasts, that's very helpful to me because my goal is really to please our Father and hopefully present the kind of material that is going to be helpful to you in a real way. I didn't come to stir up your emotions and leave you there. I came to talk about where you are in life so that you can move to the next level and truly please God and set yourselves up so that you can receive from him. Our Father withholds no good thing from them that walk uprightly before him. And it's for this reason that I believe I'm here each week so that we can know how we can walk uprightly before him and so please him that he just shows his kindness towards us, even in his grace and mercy and all of the answers that we cry out to him for. And so with that in mind, we're talking today about what's on your mind. And so I'll ask you a rhetorical question question, but I'll also ask you with the intention for you to answer. Woman, what is on your mind? You see, gone are the days when we were children and someone would ask, what's on your mind? And we could shrug our shoulders and say, nothing, or I don't know. See, gone are those days because when you become a woman, there are plenty of things that are on your mind. The sad part about all of the things that are on your mind is that too often those things that are on our mind, they lead us towards worry or fret. 
anguish of heart. They lead us towards places where we're willing to compromise, where we're working it out in our own strength, in our own might, where we're trying to figure out the answer because we think that we can get to it if we focus on it enough. Or it's those times in our lives where we're focusing on these things, but it's just not life-giving. Here's how Romans says it. Romans talks about those who are um, carnally minded, that will lead to death. But those who are spiritually minded, well, that will lead to life and peace. And if you think about it, woman, what's on your mind is, is demonstrated by how you're living. And so if you're living with fret and anguish and, and heartache and fear and, and worry and uncertainty and all of that, well, it's possible that you've got the wrong thing on your mind. And so woman, I'm asking you, What's on your mind? What is it that you're thinking about regularly and constantly? I'm sure that you can say, oh, I'm thinking about the children. I'm thinking about my job. I'm thinking about things that have credibility. But the reality is God gives us answers throughout his word on what it is that we should focus on and what it is that we should do. And so I want to remind us and point our attention first to Joshua, and then we'll look over at Psalm. And so when I look at Joshua, it's here where God says to Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. But he tells Joshua in, in chapter one of verse eight, he says to him, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. And so I ask you again, woman, what is on your mind? Because if we look at the scripture, we're told that we should be looking at the word of God. See, there's nothing new under the sun. In the same way that God could look at Joshua and say, I want you to keep this law on your mind day and night so that you can do it and then you'll prosper and you'll have good success. The same is true for each one of us, because our God does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so if you can be honest with yourself and say, you are right, I do not have the word of God on my mind, but I have everything else on my mind. I have all of the people that I feel intimidated by on my mind. I have all of the challenges that my children present to me on my mind. I have all of the financial burden on my mind. I have everything but what is written on my mind. Today, woman, I want you to receive this as your day of liberty and freedom because you get to choose. You don't have to be carnally minded, which leads to death, but you can be spiritually minded, which leads to life and peace. God wouldn't say that to us if it were not possible. And so he tells us how. He tells us to look to his word, to keep his word on our mind in the morning and in the evening, day 
and night. I know they're temp we are tempted to think about all of the challenges, all of the disappointments, all of the things that someone did that we didn't expect them to do, how someone uh, disappointed us in ways that we never expected or imagined, how we're short here and not enough there. We can think about all of those things or we can be obedient to the word of the Lord and receive the benefit of life and peace, receive the benefit of having good success and prospering in our way. And so I want to encourage you that in the same way that he has written his word and said that he is the Lord, our God, and he supplies. Well, that's what I would be thinking about, how he is the Lord, my God, and he supplied for, uh, for Abraham. So surely he's going to provide for me. That I can think about Proverbs, um, Psalms, I'm sorry, Psalm 23, how the Lord is my shepherd. And in the same way that he led the Israel in the way that they should go, he's able to lead me when I just don't know what to do. That as much as I can think about the disappointment and how someone said something or did something that I never expected, even more, I can think about my God and how he's faithful even when I am faithless and how he is very much a present help in the time of trouble. I can think on him in the day and in the night. And if I can meditate on his word so that I'm doing it, well, therein I have a promise of good success. I will prosper. So I want us to look now over at Psalm because it reinforces the point. There in Psalm chapter one, it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. So I don't really care what other people think. I, I, that's not my point. I'm not interested in that. He says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of, of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law, he meditates day and night. And then the promise is, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. That's called the blessing. And so if I can align my word with what my life, with what is written in his word, then I have a promise from God. It's not just a metaphor of saying, oh yeah, a tree planted by the rivers of living water. No, he's going to establish me. He's going to establish the work of my hands. He's going to cause the goodness and mercy that he promised to follow me all the days of my life. So yes, things around me may shift and things around me may be uh, enough for me to worry about and, and fret over and be disappointed by, but I'm choosing to focus on his word. And so the question that we have to ask ourselves is what is on my mind? And if it is not the word of God, Thank you, Jesus, for grace and mercy, because we all have the ability to change our mind. I think about a young lady named Tamar. She's in the Old Testament. And the scripture says that her brother, a half-brother, um, violated her. I don't know if I've told the story here on a podcast before, but it's, a, a, my, it's, it's mindful to me right now. It uh, comes to mind uh, for me right now because she was violated 
but she couldn't change her mind. Her mind continued on the violation and uh, the humiliation and how she was no longer good for anyone because of another person's evil. But I want to encourage you not to be like Tamar because Tamar couldn't get the offense off of her mind. And the scripture says that she went to live with her brother from that day of the violation and forever. We never hear any more from Tamar. And I want to tell you that it is possible for you to be in that same space where you have been so offended by someone, where you've been so disappointed by someone that you're just rehearsing the pain over and over again. You're rehearsing how they did what they did and you're trying to figure out why. Or you're just trying to manage life on your own. And so you're rehearsing a plan B and a plan C and a plan D. Let me tell you, woman, there is only one plan. And that is your heavenly father. He is the good, good shepherd. And if you will just do what he's asking you to do, if you will observe his word to do it, then, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. I just believe that the word of God is true. And I want to encourage you to believe the same. You know, if you believe something by how you act. And so if you're acting like you believe in one on one day, Sunday morning, but then you're acting like an unbeliever where you are just like Israel filled with, with worry, filled with tears because of what you remember in your history. Well, it's just not helpful. You've got to be able to focus on his word. And that means I'm going to make my mind subject to the word of God. I'm going to harness my thoughts. I'm going to pull down vain imaginations. I'm going to have the mind of Christ and think on those things that are true and noble and just and pure and lovely. I'm going to do it. God's not going to do it for me because he's told me, he says, have the mind of put on the mind of Christ to think on the things that are true. And so when you think about what's true, no, it's not your facts. Facts change. Truth is his word. And so woman, what's on your mind as a believer on the Lord Jesus Christ? It should be the word of God day and night. And then you will see a difference. Then you will find that you have peace. And so it's easy to do it like the world, but you'll also get the world's, uh, the world's results. It doesn't have to be that way for you, woman. You are a child. You are a child of the living God. You are a foreigner in this world, a pilgrim. You're just so journeying through this world because you belong to the kingdom of God, which means you have better promises, promises that pertain to life and godliness. So let me encourage you. What should be on your mind should be the word of God. And I want to encourage you to ask yourself daily, what's on my mind? Is my mind wandering onto the wrong thing? And if it is, let me reel it back in so that I may truly have the mind of Christ. Well, I hope that blessed your life. And hopefully it's a reminder to you uh, that you can think about whatever you want. But if you really want to see a difference in life, you'll follow the word of the Lord 
and you'll begin to think about his promises instead. Father, we thank you so much for every lady that stay tuned today. We thank you, Lord, that they're not here just by happenstance, but you led them here because you said that the steps of the righteous are ordered by you. And so as you've ordered each one of our steps to this place, I thank you that you encourage our hearts, uh, that you love us so much to remind us not to allow our mind to be astray or adrift, but Lord, that we would be anchored in the hope that does not disappoint, that when you've made a promise, that you are the God who's able to keep the promises that you've made, every one of them being yes and amen. And so I thank you for being a shepherd to your people. I thank you for being a friend to each one of us, for being the glory and lifter of our head, for being our rear guard, for being everything that your people have need of. I commit each woman unto you, and I pray that as we consider what's on our mind, that our decision will be to have the mind of Christ, to humble ourselves, and to do your word, where we're no longer thinking, uh, no longer doing what's right in our own eyes, no longer thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought, but that we are humbled enough to do your word. And as your eye goes to and fro across the earth, looking for him who's loyal before you, I pray, Father, that you would find every woman who's been faithful to attend to your word day and night, that you will show yourself strong in their life, just as you promised. It's in Jesus's name that we pray. Amen. All righty, lady, thank you so much for joining with me today on the Woman Pray podcast. We'll be here again next week. In the meantime, please comment, subscribe, tell a friend that I'm here and know that you are loved by the living God. He's not dead. He is alive, which means he sees, he hears, and his arm is not too short to deliver. So call upon him today and know that he is faithful who's promised. God bless you.